Welcome to the Voices of the Goddess podcast. We believe that there is a goddess inside each and every one of us. When we use our voice to share that goddess, we support and uplift each other. Join us each week as we interview women to receive the message of their goddess within. Hello, and thank you for joining us. We are excited to be here with another very special guest. And my name is Allison Mancini, your holistic nutritionist. Uh, Joined me today with my sidekick. (laughs) I'm Julietta, the magical PT. Welcome to Voices of the Goddess. This is a podcast where we interview other goddesses and to share the information that they have in them that will help you become the goddess you are meant today meant to be <laughs> and uh today we are joined by allison of Vayu. i said it might get a little confusing because we got two allisons on the show today but welcome welcome thank you so much for joining us allison and if you would please um introduce yourself to our audience tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do well, thank you so much to both of you for having me. It is an honor to be here, to be on this Goddess podcast. So hello to all the goddesses out there. Um, yes, my name is Allison Avayu. I am a health coach. I help busy mamas kind of get out of that mom rut, quit feeling exhausted, miserable. Um, I connect them with a team of other empowering women that are there to support them on their journey, whatever that looks like for them, and coaching them on a whole foods uh, nutrition system. Awesome. That is awesome. Right up my alley, girl. Right up my alley. (laughs) Right? Yeah, I'm on with the two nutrition people here today. (laughs) Awesome. It's perfect. So are we ready to dive in right away? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So as you know, we ask our guest four questions. And the first one is, what is your superpower or if you wanted to choose a superpower what would it be well my superpower is definitely my organizational skills um from a very young age i have always been super duper organized it drives my husband absolutely crazy um because he is the exact opposite which is probably why we got married um but every job that i've ever worked at i've always created some sort of organizational system filing system how to like manual step by step boom, 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 boom. And I just recently realized that, like I was kind of thinking back, um, going over an exercise of like, what is my zone of genius? And this just kept coming up. And I was like, I have really done that for every single job I've ever had, every industry. And so, yeah, it's definitely my organizational skills without a doubt. If I had to pick one, I don't even know. I think probably just more creativity. I have a degree in interior design, so, and I did, Four years of art classes in high school, I've done it all, but the creativity side, that letting loose and just being creative, would I would love that superpower. Well, A, I would love your organizational superpower to rub off on me. <laughs> um, a lot of times I've thought about like hiring a um, an organizational person to come organize my house, organize my office, mm-hmm. organize me. Um, I could definitely use some help in that arena. And as far as creativity, like I really, you know, and this is something, those of you that know me, I've, you know, over the last few years, like let more and more of my creativity out. And like, 
I got a bunch of it behind my behind my head there on the wall and and the work that I do with crystals and like I have so many conversations in my head that I'm not an artist, I'm not creative and da 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 and you know at some point like there was just like this calling you got to do it you got to do it yeah and I was like all right I'm doing it and whether anybody likes it or not, it doesn't matter. Just let it flow. And the more it flows, the more it flows. And mm -hmm. so if you want to be creative, just be creative. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm learning. I'm learning to just let it go and just go with the flow. Absolutely. I used to be extremely organized. I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> Kids and life, I think, happened. Um, but I do like being organized, like, and it's so funny because my husband, when we first, we've been married for 27 years. And when we first got married, that was one of the things I always liked everything to be very organized. He's like, what happened? I'm like, I don't know. I don't have, <laughs> I don't know. I don't have the time for that anymore. I would love for someone to come in and organize my kitchen pantry. Oh, it's a hot mess, but it's all good. You can still, there's still food in it. So that's all that matters, right? There's food in it. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. So question number two. A lot of people struggle because we want you to choose just one and it's really hard, but what is a book that has either greatly influenced your life or is your favorite book? All right. In all honesty, I had picked two, but since you just said <laughs> that. You can share them both. Can share them. <laughs> I'll focus on one. I'll focus on the most recent one. Um, so I would say Super Attractor by Gabby Bernstein. Uh, wow, phenomenal. Yes. Well, that was my first introduction to her. And it was just this last fall. I happened, um, this lady that I know, we just really connected. We both went to the same college. We're from Kansas. And um, she asked me if I was a reader. And then all of a sudden, I'm getting these books from her. And one of them was Super Attractor. And I had just kind of gotten into the whole idea of manifesting and attracting. And I'd read a you know, a book about law of attraction years ago, but it never really sunk in. And so obviously the universe was planting this book in my lap. And so I read it and it was super powerful, really, really interesting. I come from a family, we, I was raised very Catholic. And um, so it was kind of interesting coming from the religious Catholic side and then reading this and how it all intertwined and how it may be different, whatever the case may be, but it was just the perfect book at the perfect time for me. And I think it had a lot of really powerful takeaways in it, just as far as being connected and really just attracting what it, what it is that you want in your life. Um, the second book I was going to talk about was Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Her That book, what I read quite a few years ago, and it was really, really interesting just in the storytelling process. I'm not going to get into it because it's too long of a story, but just how she talked about the creative process, like how it comes to you. And the stories that she told were just really, really intriguing and fascinating to me. So that was a, a real, and it was a great motivational book as well. Nice. I'm like super impressed because now we've got two podcasts in a row here. Not only one book I didn't read, now there's three books that I haven't mm. read yet. So um, we're on a roll here, people. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is this is awesome. So, because uh, I always need more books to read. So, okay, I'm just disclaimer out. here. I'm keeping myself muted because I have the puppy and my 98 pound dog playing right now. So, I'm going to separate them in a second. 
But I'm in a great book. Oh, they're not quiet. Okay. <laughs> I can relate. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> so we are on to question number three three, which is, you know, what is your favorite self-care practice? You know, we know as women, we tend to, we're always putting everybody first, whether it's our kids, our spouses, our friends, like we're always taking care of everybody and too many of us forget to take care of ourselves. So we're huge advocates of taking care of yourself. And so we want to know what is your favorite self-care practice, Allison? That is such a really, really good question because um, I am a mom of two little toddlers and self-care has, in all honesty, been non-existent for me. Um, if I managed to shower every couple of days, it was a miracle. And um, so I know that there are women out there that are like, yep, that's me. I can totally relate. So forget soaking in a bath, forget going to get a pedicure and a manicure, especially with the pandemic. You know, So a lot of those things that people consider self-care just didn't fit. And um, so just recently, I've been on a journey to discover what self-care looks like for me, because it looks like something different for every single person. You know, um, for somebody, it might be laying in their bed, reading a book. It might be a long bath. It might be, you know, going for a run by themselves, not pushing a double stroller with two kids in it. Because uh, <laughs> that would be self-care for me. I would love that. Um, but right now, what works for me is just enjoying a really good show on Netflix, something positive and, a, and uplifting in some sort that leaves me feeling good. Um, and it just kind of decompresses me at the end of the day, you know, because especially as moms and busy women with businesses and whatever it is that we have going on, a lot of times you're just go, 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 go all day long. And you need some time. I had to learn this the hard way. I needed time to decompress just relax, have a glass of wine if I wanted to, and um, just kind of zone out for a minute, turn the brain off. And that for me has been my current self-care practice. I'm looking forward to in the next couple of months when my kids are sleeping more normally, um, having a morning routine, you know, doing some yoga. Like I really look forward to doing something like that. Nice. And I love how you say that because your self-care practices do change over time and depending on where you're at in your life. Like I think back to when my kids were the age of your kids. Yeah. A hot bath or a pedicure, anything like that was like, I would laugh like, ha, ah, that's super funny. And a shower was like a, a dream. <laughs> but what's really interesting is the older you get, you different things keep you busy and showers still sometimes you're like, huh, yeah, you do that today. Um, but the reality is, is I love how you say that it is so different for everybody and it's what works for you. And I really feel like it's what works for you at the season of life that you're in, because what I take, what I do for myself now is not what I did for myself. Even five years ago, you know, things have changed and you, you gotta, you gotta do what, what feels right at the time. So I think the biggest thing is that you just do something for you, whatever that is. Like you said, it's laying in bed, reading a book going out and I don't know, get an ice cream cone to do something. Yeah. Right. Well, well, I think and like doing it without judgment. Cause I think yeah. a lot of times too, like oh, I'm doing what I should be doing to take mm -hmm. care of myself. Mm -hmm. No, like that self-care should be something that feels really good to you. And is like, 
it's a gift to yourself, not a, I have to do this or I should do this, but right. something that, that really truly feels good to you to do for you and let, you know, release all judgment about what that is, you know, cause like, I love that you say watching a show on Netflix, because how many of us have the judgment on about how much time do we waste watching Netflix or blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Man, if it's, if it's feeling really good to you, if it's uplifting, then do that. And, and you mentioned having ice cream, Allison, you know, like all this judgment on eating foods that are bad for you. And it's like, man, if that ice cream is going to like lift your soul for the moment and just like soothe you and feel good, do it, but do it without the judgment. If you're doing it and feeling guilty doing it, it's not going to have the same effect on you. So absolutely. Exactly. And I think that's one thing, uh, one of my friends recently talked to me about celebrating the wins, like the little wins, you know, and especially <laughs> if your mom like me in the trenches with the toddlers, um, it, it, small things really are the wins. <laughs> Did they have a bite for dinner? Yes. Oh my gosh. Fantastic. Let's celebrate, you know? And so really pausing for a moment and taking the time to think about, okay, what will make me feel amazing right now? What is that? And like you said, going with it. And you said this too, Allison, the season with whatever season you're in, it's going to change. But just, I think even just pausing and contemplating, okay, what is something right now that would make me feel fantastic, um, more relaxed, more happy, whatever the case may be, whatever it is you're looking for, just internally think about that mm -hmm. and then go with it yep. and don't judge it. <laughs> like you said, Julieta. Yeah. Sometimes it just feels good to me to just sit down with a cup of coffee and stare out my window. I mean, to be real, I mean, I, just give me five minutes of nothingness and then I feel much better and I can go on about my day, you know? Yeah, mm -hmm. it depends. Yeah, yeah. All right. Our next question, Allison, we did some, some market research before we started this podcast to find out, you know, what our listeners want want help with. And the big question that came up for so many of them is accountability. And how are you able to create accountability in your life? So this was actually a really difficult question for me. Um, I feel like I tend to be the unicorn in this because I've always been, I've always held myself accountable. Um, I don't know if it was because my dad was a teacher and I was the oldest child and it was just kind of ingrained in me. Um, I just realized my computer is going to die. Oh my God. Um, so I'm going to talk quickly and plug <laughs> it in. So if I get off camera, I'm still going to be talking. Um, so for me, I've always been super accountability accountable to myself. But one thing I've noticed is you've got to try and connect with other people that you, that you vibe with and see if you can create a team together and doing weekly check-ins without, um, without judgment. You know, um, but then at the same time, those weekly check-ins need to be real. You need to be real with yourself. You need to be real with the person that you're, uh, that is your accountability partner and not make excuses. Mm -hmm. I made excuses for, for years, you know, like I have kids, I, I am pregnant, I'm breastfeeding, all these things, which those are really good excuses if you ask me. Um, <laughs> But at the same time, I was using that to not show up. And so I think the hardest part about the accountability is we really have to look into the mirror and be real with ourselves, give ourselves some grace, of course, mm -hmm. but at the same time, be like, okay, what can I truly commit to? 
And because um, I think a lot of times our to-do list and our dreams are, are like this massive list of all these things that we want to accomplish and then life gets in the way and then we judge ourselves. And so I think being able to look at that, give yourself some grace and just be real with what you can commit to and keep it in like baby steps, you know, okay, this week or this month, this is going to be my focus and have that one person that you can check in with. Um, and it helps if you can, if that person can be at a similar point in your journey, I think maybe a couple steps ahead or in a different industry, something like that. I found that's really been really, really helpful for me because, um, you're both at that same stage. So you can bounce ideas. You're both kind of moving together along this path and you don't have somebody that's way off over here doing this thing. And then you're over here doing this thing. And it's hard to stay connected um, with what it is that you're both working on. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's what I found has worked for me. Um, besides just the innate accountability, mm-hmm. being a teacher's kid. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting the answers we get to this. It's I love it because so much good, just really rich advice and ways to find accountability. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Love it. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> All right. I think it's time for takeaways. Allison, what is your takeaway from Wait, today? this Allison or that Allison? <laughs> you out the Allison Mancini, Allison. Thank you. Okay, so actually my takeaway is from something that Allison just said, and that was, and I, and it's something that I actually learned from one of our previous guests that we've had, and actually a couple of our previous guests have talked about this, and I know them outside of this world of podcasts for a while and have been learning from them. And one of the things that they said, and Allison just said it also, was that focus on one thing a month. Like you just said, take that, one thing a month, whatever it is, and focus on that and make and work to get that done. Because so many times we're trying to do so many different things and it's other things, but like one big thing, like let's say that you want to write a book. Okay. So you want to write a book. Will that make that your goal for the month of July? You're going to take time every day, schedule time to write a book, whatever. You're going to start a podcast, make the time, set aside time, schedule it in, which is what Julietta and I did. We scheduled time. We talked on the phone or met on Zoom once a week, every week for an hour. Okay. How are we doing this? How are we making this happen? So I love that. And it's a good reminder to me because, you know, it's always the shiny new thing and we squirrel and we see all these things we want to do and we have all these great ideas and, oh, I want to do that. Oh, that sounds so good. But just focus on that one thing, get it done because it feels so good to accomplish it. And, and then you're, you did, you did that and now move on to the next thing. Like the podcast, we focused on it till it got done and it's done. And now we're enjoying it and we have fun with it and we learn so much and hopefully we're helping so many women. So yeah, that's my takeaway. Stay focused on the one thing. Yes. My takeaway today is, um, just that emphasis on self-care, like we kind of have this, what self-care is supposed to look like. And I'll, like, I feel like even my own answers for self-care would be sometimes fall into that, what it's supposed to look like. And so just getting into self-care, like um, like whatever, like fills your heart, soothes your soul, makes you feel good. like. 
I'm going to start looking for where opportunities in my life to like do what I want to do because I want to do it because it makes me feel good. And I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't even care what I think. (laughs) It's going to make me feel good. I am just going to do it without judgment. I think that's powerful. Yeah, that's very similar to what my takeaway is. The whole no judgment thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like the world that we live in today, not only do we judge ourselves, judge everybody and we feel like we're being judged by everybody and there's just so much judgment with social media everything's out there and everything that's going on and all these opinions and everything like that and if you could just strip it all away and look inside be like okay what is it that is working for me what is it that I want to do and just let the rest go like let the judgment go let the guilt go um it's super hard because I mean that's just kind of ingrained in our society and, and who we are. And I feel like sometimes, especially as women, we tend to feel guilty uh, for a lot of things that we definitely should never feel guilty for. Mm-hmm. And so allowing it to be okay. I think actually, Julieta, you told me that one time. Um, allow it to be okay. No judgment. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> It's a hard thing. It's sometimes it's hard to do because I was just, as you were saying that, I was just thinking to myself, even now my kids are 24 and 21 and my daughter who's 21 is home for the summer from college. And I have these moments where I feel guilty for doing something for me because maybe I should spend the time with her because she's going to be going back to school. But the reality is, is I still need to take care of me. I still need to find that time and make that time and 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 do what I need to do and stop judging myself and having that guilt feeling because I can be a better mom to her if I'm taking time for myself. Exactly. So I have to show you guys this comment that just came up. Yeah, that's my cousin, Aww. Dana. <laughs> I'm like super stoked that like one of my family members was watching <laughs> us today. So so glad you could join us, Dana. And um, yeah, I'm like, it feels really good to know when we get those messages, like I needed to hear that today. And, you know, uh, sometimes I think about why are we doing this? And we're crazy to do this. And then we get those comments that like, <laughs> I still exist. I know you do, Dana, and I'm sending you a big hug. Um, <laughs> but um <sighs> so often like we doubt ourselves and that we doubt that we have something of value to share and every single one of us has something valuable to share that somebody out there needs to hear which is why you know we're you know some of the, sometimes I ask people like do you want to be a guest on our show and they're like no like I don't have anything to say and I'm like everybody has something to say and your voice is important and the reason like Maybe you're going to say the same thing that I say, but you say it in a different way that that touches somebody else and it it's able to reach them. Like you just don't know when you're going to say something that's going to completely change somebody's life. And it might be the simplest, tiniest thing ever, but it really does have impact out there. And so when we get this kind of feedback, it's like it reminds us like this is why we're doing this. And um and so we keep going. And so when I ask you to be a guest on this podcast, just say yes, do it. Like we're gonna have fun and and you don't know whose life you're gonna change, whose life you're gonna impact. So and honestly, it impacts us too. Like as we're going through this, our guests, Julietta and I, every time we get off an interview, we're always like, Oh my god, like 
something new is learned, something we heard that just like Julia said, we've probably heard it 10 times before, but because Allison said it a certain way, it totally resonated with us, you know? So yeah, don't, yes. Don't say no. If we ask you to be on this podcast, I'm glad I said yes. It's good for you. So, so I don't know if we see Dana's comment here that she's trying to write a book and she's thinking about starting a podcast and I think that we can help her start this podcast by having her come on and be a guest on our show. So yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think one thing I want to share real quickly before we wrap up is, and it really resonated with me and it goes into what we're talking about here. You never know when your story or your experience is going to be the key to unlock somebody else's prison. Oh my gosh. I love that. Wait, can you say that really slowly? (laughs) Sure. You never know when your story and your experience and how you share something is going to be the key to unlock someone else's prison. I heard that a few years ago um, at one of our company company conferences and it just landed and I'll just, wow. Because just like you talked about Julieta, um, it's, you don't know what, when you might change somebody else's life, like you, your experience, how you say it, could be completely different than how they heard it the thousand times before that they've heard it. And today might just be that day. You have to say it one more time. Sure. (laughs) You never know when your story, your experience is going to be the key to unlock someone else's prison. Got it. That's beautiful. So while you finish typing that, Allison, I'm going to say, other Allison, thank you so much (laughs) for being our guest on the show today really powerful um messages and um yeah this was this was this was special like it almost has me kind of like uh tongue-tied and speechless so um thank you so much allison for being a guest here today um thank you you to all of our listeners and if anything that we said today spoke to you like please subscribe subscribe to us on youtube um our podcasts are, you know, on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. Subscribe there. All of that helps us be able to keep doing this. And the information that we share today, it will be in the comments, in the show notes. Um, so you will easily be able to access everything that we shared with you today. So thank you, everyone. And have a magical day. Thanks. It was nice to finally meet you, Allison. Nice to meet you, too, officially. <laughs> thank you, ladies. This is wonderful.